0: Welcome to
1: the Favorites Podcast. I am Chad Millman from the Action Network. It is Wednesday, which can only mean one thing: we are going to bring in the bookmaker to the world from Boyd Gaming and the Orleans. Every Boyd Gaming outpost around the country, and there's a surprise for everybody. On the other side of the intro music. So don't change the channel. The greatest joy of my day is being able to look at Bob Scucci in the eyes. <laughs> As his intro music is played, I'm fairly certain he's tearing up a little bit.
0: No, that's just you know it's hot in here, so have, my glasses are getting. You need some window yeah. some window
1: wipers for your, <laughs> yeah, for, your that's it. for your glasses. Bob Scucci is live and in person in New York. It's great to see you, buddy.
0: Great to be here. Great to finally uh, see the digs here, and yeah, we've upgraded. I could yeah from the last time I was here. This is great. It's Really nice,
1: and you get you guys, to look at the hipster mats. Yep. Get to meet you guys in person. The podcast. It's very exciting. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm glad you're here in New York. I'm sorry that it's too cold for you. Man. Oh, I know. Huh? How do people live in this? It's not right. <laughs> Today's like a decent day, too. Decent? Man, the wind it's like is whipping.
0: in the whipping f- 40s today. Yeah, but it's the wind. It's just a wh- it's I took two long walks today. <sighs> Man. You can't sit out in the courtyard smoking cigars... You do not
1: have that option here. No. <laughs> Got to be indoors. You will not be outside again for six months if you live in New York.
0: Oh, I was, you know, I was waiting for you outside the building. I felt like Enzo the baker from The Godfather. <laughs> He's waiting outside the hospital. <laughs> Put the collar up. <laughs> Put your hands in your pockets like you have a gun. <laughs>
1: do you want to tell people why you were waiting outside instead of coming up to the 11th floor? Ah, uh,
0: Man, because I, I hate elevators. What I, is that about? I, you get stuck in one of those. Have you been stuck in an uh, elevator? I've Been stuck in an elevator. You have. Yeah. When? Uh, a long time ago in San Francisco, and it was this had to be the smallest elevator. You couldn't you couldn't sit down in it. It was one of those old hotels, those boutique hotels. Yeah. And it fit maybe three people standing, and it just it got got stuck, and I, and then it got dark and. Just a horrible experience. So How long were you in there? It felt like days. <laughs> it was it was probably about maybe thirty minutes. Sorry for you. Yeah. So when you told me you were on the eleventh floor, I was like,
1: oh. Yeah, you just responded, Oh shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and these elevators aren't so big, by the way. These
1: elevators are small and ancient. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh last week was Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you got, you know, destroyed on Thanksgiving Day because all the favorites covered. Yeah. Uh, Phil and Tiger was the next day. Yeah. And the numbers that Bleacher Report is talking about feel like really big numbers. They're talking about, you know, you know, huge. I think they said something like, I don't know, seven, 750,000 streams at one point for, uh, the match. Um, what kind of activity did you see? Betting activity yeah.
0: or, or just interest in it? Both. Yeah. The, I mean, the interest was tremendous. I mean, everybody was kind of waiting for it. And, you know, they picked, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, which is a great spot, great time for it, kind of in between a lot of the other action. Uh, but as you know, the the problem with the feed created an issue. You know, we knew right away we weren't getting the, the feed when we just see the black screen. And, you know, we're calling the distributors and everything. So people were getting anxious and some people were kind of leaving the casinos. Really? Because they wanted to see it. They wanted to see the beginning of it. They wanted to see it from the start. They, they wanted the pageantry. Yeah. They didn't want to wait and miss something good at the beginning. So they all started scrambling to find somewhere where they knew that it would be on. And of course, we got it up in time for the start of it, but a lot of people didn't didn't know that. But on the wagering side, remember, it was up for a long time. So we we got quite a bit of, uh, uh, of action on it, you know, more than any other kind of similar type of uh, uh I mean, the last time there was something of this magnitude with Tiger, just one on one with the Sergio Garcia, we, we drew quite a bit on that one too, yeah. but uh, but this one was bigger. Um, well, we'll see the golf numbers. You know, it, it, the way that the gaming numbers in Nevada are broken out, um, we could kind of decipher and segment out that other category because it, they don't list it in just golf. Golf is part of, you know, tennis yeah. and miscellaneous. So we'll see if there's a spike in November for that other category and just how much, and then we can kind of deduce how much was bet on it.
1: Why don't they break out NFL from college football?
0: Because it's how do you do it? it has always been the question. Like you bet a, let's say you bet a hundred dollar parlay, and you've got an NFL team, a college team. And let's say a third team, NHL, is it $33 on each? Is it $100 on the first team, $100 on the last team? It's it's really difficult. And and a lot of the systems that people use are, are all different. So you're getting different reporting from property to property based on what kind of platform they have. Um, I feel like this past
1: weekend in the NFL, things started to turn themselves back into – Normalcy. You saw the Bills win as big dogs. You saw the Broncos win. You saw um, what else
0: happened? Uh, favorites covered some big double digit favorites. So the, right, pa- the Patriots, Patriots covered, covered big. The Chargers, the Chargers covered, Chargers big. covered the really r- big. The Ravens against the Raiders. Yes. Uh, the three big, uh, biggest point spreads, the double digit favorites uh, all covered. Uh, the only saving grace for us, really, two games. The uh, Broncos. Uh, covering winning against the the, the Steelers, and uh, the the other, Dolphins the, covered the Dolphins because the the Dolphins that would have been better if they if they won the game outright for us because just to kill some teaser it wasn't a great weekend for us I mean uh, could have been a lot worse uh, particularly how it led up with if every- not
1: if not for the brilliant bookmaking you did.
0: And I keep saying that. You know what? Some of our best bookmaking oh, is on it. Days We Lose. You know?
1: Some of the best editing I've ever done <laughs> were on the stories where we got sued. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you really got to look at it from the perspective of, we could have been sued for so much more <laughs> I, you know, so if I, I hadn't been on my editing game that day. Right,
0: right. Okay. I, you know, I heard it many times at the game. I'm here for the uh, for the ice uh, sports betting conference. Yes, and I heard all the bookmakers. I'll from... be there tomorrow. I'm speaking twice. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. try to look for you there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the green room. I'm okay. not sure if you can get in there.
0: Yeah, make sure you get plenty of pancake. You know, yeah. they're taking pictures. Yeah, speaking yeah. twice. Okay. <laughs> I saw, there were so many bookmakers, both from Europe, Nevada, Jersey, and and all saying the same thing, that a lot of the the loss is out of your control, but it doesn't mean it's bad bookmaking. So they didn't go quite as far as I did, saying that sometimes it's your best bookmaking when you lose, but I I wanted it. I wanted to get up on on stage and and just kind of throw that one in, and I... Well, you know,
1: I'm speaking twice tomorrow. And so I feel like I'm gonna have the opportunity at some point to reference yeah. that losses could be worse if bookmakers like Bob Scucci weren't so good at their job.
0: Make sure you attribute. You know, that's something that journalists learn, right? You always I don't have a steal. Attribute. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, yeah. I, I you know, I give attribution where it's due. I don't need to plagiarize stuff, especially gems like that. Um, speaking of bookmaking Yeah, I feel like the New Orleans Saints as seven or seven and a half point dogs at home or on the road against the Cowboys, I immediately saw that number. And as much as I hate betting on the Cowboys, I saw that and thought, oh boy, this is going to be a tough decision.
0: Well, this feels like the last... Four times that the Saints played. Sure does, right? It's like deja vu all over again. How many times do we put up a gigantic number, Saints on the road, and and feel that the right play is the home dog, and they just keep covering and covering and covering? They don't cover by much. I mean, the, the, the Falcons game, I mean, they were right there within striking distance, but... Every week, it's it's the same thing with the Saints. So uh, you know, apparently, we haven't lost enough on the Saints, so uh, we're going to you're going keep throw taking this that number money. again. But I, I mean, we we so we put up a high number, eight and a half. They, right away, they take the eight and a half. It's down to seven and a half. Yeah, and we know it's the same pattern that you know the public is going to be on the Saints at about a ten to one clip, and the sharp guys will take the other side. But you know, how much do you take on? You know, so if I go back, if I go back to eight, eight and a half how much do i take on the cowboys and then finally have the cow you know the the dog cover and then give away what would have been a good win so we're not going to do that we're going to we're going to ride it out and just well
1: the other thing i'm going to talk about in one of the two times i speak at the conference tomorrow (laughs) is um (laughs) that bookmakers they're betters like you don't necessarily want to be even Like, you want to have a little bit of a—you want to have some action.
0: No. Well, first of all, it's a myth to have perfect two-way action. You'll never get it. It's impossible. Especially the part that that they always miss when they talk about two-way action is two-way action at the same number. It's no good if you get, you know, a ton of money at minus 7.5 and a ton of money at plus 8.5 and have it land on 8 what good is your two-way action? But but you don't even want to try and get two-way action because the best that you're going to do is win a very small margin, and that's not the goal of the bookmakers. You know that the, the goal is to, to win as much as you can, and and increase those margins. You know, and you're not gonna you're not gonna do it trying to get two-way action on every game.
1: My goal is a better. You'd think would be to win as much as I can. It's not. It's to have as much fun as I can.
0: Well, that's that's rare among a I'm lot pure. of, especially among the professional bettors. Yeah. You don't see too many professional betters just like laughing it up and saying, I'm just having so much fun. I'm just, I'm just so here to have a good time. Yeah, I win some money. I'm I...
1: here for the drinks and the atmosphere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you never quite Because do. who
1: doesn't like to spend the afternoon inhaling at a sports book? <laughs> yeah. It's the best,
0: it really is. Yeah,
1: please give me that uh well of vodka and the secondhand smoke, yeah, and a side of a nickel on the bears.
0: <laughs> yep, that sounds like that. Our, our, our clientele, yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 ah, that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, all right, so. The wise guys were taking the, the cowboys when it was a big number. They're not taking it when it's a smaller number. And you're going to end up having to eat something on Sunday when this line goes back up.
0: Yeah. Yep. But we'll, I, I guarantee you we'll be the first one to go up. I mean, we'll first one to go to eight, first one to go to nine. Why? Because you're scared? No. Because we're, we're quick to react. Like, aggressive. Like a cat. Like a cat. Yeah. That's what I think
1: about when I think of you. <laughs> Cat-like reflexes. <laughs> Uh all right, well, here's an interesting one. Baltimore Ravens they opened as two and a half point favorites. The Atlanta Falcons are now one point favorites, a lot of money coming in on Atlanta. I liked Atlanta in this game. I liked Atlanta um I hate saying it because I hate the Falcons I hate it,
0: yeah, what am I going to do here? I hate the Falcons too, after last week, and they they could't they, get, they couldn't. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating. Yeah. I hate the Falcons. I, I mean, this is the spot for them. I'm, I mean, at home, they should just win this game and getting, you know, getting points. I could see the value. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, look at look at the Ravens' numbers each week increasing, uh, you know, the, the, the lines I'm talking about. Yeah. The, the lines are getting bigger and bigger when the Ravens, ra- the ra- Ravens are playing. Um, you look back at the Ravens Saints game, and 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 how credible does that game look? Where it was only a one point uh, margin, where they uh, they came up short. Uh, so so now looking back at how good the Saints are, that that really was a quality loss. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know with Lamar Jackson, the guys like Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. You know, he's got the, about the same amount of rushes and yards as you look at his stats, so it's like having having an extra thread out there. How far
1: back will you look? So you can look now and say the Ravens were a quality loss. Yeah. But at the time or the Saints were a quality loss. At the time, we were also not necessarily giving the Saints a ton of credit for right. that win.
0: Right. Because if you remember, we really Thought that the Ravens was a, was a was a play that day. Yeah, at home, getting point. I coins. played them. Yeah, yeah, I played them. Yeah. So, uh, but every week, I, I mean, the, the Saints, <laughs> they keep like like I said, we're not, we're not going to learn our lesson. We're going to put up another number here that the public is going to lay. Yeah, and just just ride it out from here on out. You didn't really answer my question. No. How far back are we going to look? Yeah. For every team, or just for the. Well, just Generally, like what's your well, – like mean, if you look at like – I'm not going to go back look, to week one. The I Saints
1: – right. The Saints lost to the Bucks in week one. Right. Yeah. You're not looking at week one and being like, well, you know what? I think the Bucs are better than we thought. Like the Saints were a different team.
0: I'm looking at key games, key games where both teams feel – I mean like where you feel like th- this is a key game in a season. You look to the schedule and there's just certain games where you're looking for those key matchups like, like Rams and Chiefs. You're looking for those games. Uh, so, you know, we're not going to go back to necessarily to, to week one or two. No one gives the Bucks credit at this point for beating the Saints. No, no. And, and, and the Texans, I mean, we're not going to look back to how they, I mean, they started 0-3, yeah. right? That's your team. I love this team. <laughs> I love this
1: team. I think the biggest problem with this team is that Deshaun Watson holds the ball for way too long in the Mm -hmm. pocket. Still learning. And that is going to be a fatal flaw. Like, you know, you can always tell, like, when teams lose in the playoffs, they lose for the things that sort of made them snake bit throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And you watched that game last night, and so many times, Deshaun Watson was holding the ball for too long. And, like, they're a really talented team, so they get away with it. But, um, you know, I also say, like, I look at that AFC conference right now, and obviously the Patriots are great the Chiefs are great, but I don't know that the Steelers are any better than the Texans. Like, I think the Texans might be the third best team in the conference.
0: Yeah, you know, it, people kind of look to their their schedule and say, okay, well, they didn't play anybody, but when you have that many wins... Eight it, wins
1: in a row, you can't... In the
0: NFL, I don't care who you're yeah. playing. That tells you it's a good team, it's a disciplined team. They're Great they're making, defense. And, and the key is the defense. Those guys stay healthy, clowny, J.J. J. Watt those guys stay healthy merciless at... yeah. yeah you know what he is what is he He's he mercil- merciless
1: really is he why are you such a hack
0: <laughs> I knew where you were going I wasn't going to go you there you were going to go there yeah I wouldn't dude
1: that is such a cliche alright so what is he I don't know <laughs> I expected just to walk away from the whole conversation I okay. think you are going to come all back right. yeah um alright uh, Arizona is a 14-point dog to the reeling Green Bay Packers. This Cardinals team is strange because there was a stint in the middle of the year when Josh Rosen was taking over for Sam Bradford and then the first couple of games after where it looked like he can move the ball. And then all of a sudden, they seem to have forgotten what they were doing. Yeah. And they can't do anything. But the Packers are bad. Yeah. And so what do I do with a 14-point spread?
0: I mean as a hand as a professional handicapper you're supposed to take it. Yeah. But it you know it hasn't been really panning out the last few weeks so I
1: don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, some of the bad teams you just have to at one point stay away from. So you look back to you know the the year the Browns just lost every game and we kept saying, you know, you have to keep playing them. This is they're getting 10 points and they're at home. You have yeah. to play them. And you know, they're getting 14 at home and you have to play them and they're get so you you have to stay with those things as painful as it as it is as a professional handicapper, but yeah. it you know, it is painful. I mean, the, you look at the Raiders, you look at them, and and you say, how can I keep betting these teams? And I don't care how many points I'm I'm getting, but but yeah, this is talk about an inflated line. It's deliberately inflated, knowing that the casual fan is just going to lay big points. That's a it's a bet against Arizona. It's not necessarily saying that oh the Packers are invincible. It's just that. Cardinals are that bad, so we're going to make this line incredibly high. The line really shouldn't be this high. I'm not going to bet it. it. Well, we're going to we're
1: we got no time for this no. game. Okay, none. Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. I also don't like the Rams as ten point favorites on the road oh. against the Lions.
0: Yeah, and and here's a, a Rams team that conversely, you know, you look at how the the Saints keep covering, covering, covering. Uh, the Rams haven't been real strong covering a lot of these spreads. Uh, obviously, their record just straight up is uh, is great, but I mean these big numbers no. is not in their wheelhouse. I mean they're not running and because they, the defense and we th- we talked about it, they're letting teams score points. They so, are. So you know Detroit, De- I, I think Detroit scores scores a ton of points on them. So I might bet this game. This might be one, huh? Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Your attention, please. Oh, boy. Chad is making a bet.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh look at you. boy. Oh, I get to see what you actually do here. See, well, I was I'm, wondering covering, whether... <laughs> I'm covering my... <laughs> say, now I'm in the studio. Cellular. I get to see the secret... Uh,
1: all right. You cannot see no, at all
0: I'm, what I'm, I'm doing. I'm taking my Steam filled glasses and just you know, covering them up. <laughs> it is like
1: unbearably hot here. Is it not?
0: Man, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. That is really My something. ears are hot. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm not even wearing headphones. No. It's, <laughs> I, imagine Are if they you turning work. red? <laughs> uh, hmm. And how you guys deal with it. It's freezing outside. It's hot inside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Lines plus 10 minus 115.
0: It One particular book I'm looking at. Yeah. Came down. Came down. Probably. Was it minus 120? No, it was 11 at one point. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you missed a bad number there. I mean, you missed a good number. I missed the best of the number. Yeah. Well, let me
1: check another spot, see what's happening there. But I think my point is, you kind of in the middle of that conversation where I first looked at it and thought, Ugh, Matt Patricia, then you made me reconsider my position. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Go against that defense, that porous defense. It's not a great defense. No. It's, you know, I thought it was a lot better than what it turned out to be.
1: They have nobody. Yeah. Like, Aaron Donald is the only guy who can do anything on yep. that defensive line. Marcus Peters is awful. Yeah. Disappointment. Yeah. All the way around. Yep. Um, Hold on. I'm looking at one more place right now. Okay. And I'm going to
0: check in with the guys. That,
1: getting the same are, number. Are
0: you still there? Yeah. Okay. Just checking in
1: it's not really professional yeah. to do
0: that scooch no uh
1: <laughs> all right i'm not making a bet right now let's take it back reverse it you know hamilton that just reverse it go from helpless into satisfied all right have you guys seen hamilton no rewind oh. I'm not a I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> come on chad i am not going to allegedly make a bet That's the sound that it makes. Uh, Denver, minus four and a half at Cincinnati. Is Andy Dalton playing? Are you comfortable posting a line in this
0: game right now? They don't. That's why I'm going to call the... Remember, I'm not in the hub right now. No, so you're calling. Yeah. Right now, I'll do play-by-play. Right now, Scooch is with me in the studio. Kevin, you there? He has multiple cell phones. What do we got on the Bengals? And
1: he's asking, what do we got on the Bengals? He's talking to his office.
0: And and uh, what is uh, is Dalton playing or what do we have?
1: Yes, Dalton was playing. He's getting an answer. He's sipping his coffee. <laughs> He's smiling.
0: This is a big mic. Yeah. He's
1: commenting on the mic.
0: Okay, so that's yeah, yeah. We got him. We got him out.
1: Got him out. Yeah. So you got him out, and yeah. you got the Bengals at, mu- at plus four and a half. Yep. Which means to me, like. There's, like, minimal impact on Andy Dalton being out. Exactly. They might have been three and a half. (laughs) Pretty much. So, like... All right, thanks. This to me... Thanks, Kevin. Stay on the line. (laughs) Stay on the line, Kevin.
0: Stay close. Don't hang up.
1: We need you. We need some action, Kevin. Um, Here's what this game is saying to me. No Andy Dalton. Mm -hmm. Huge action disability. Like, you get the... (laughs) Like, Is that a huge, he, Hugh Jackson? huge action? <laughs> like, huge action, as I suspected for the Browns game, being on the sideline for the Bengals game should downgrade the Bengals. Um, I mean, Hugh Jackson being on the side for the Bengals in the Browns game. Being on the side for the Broncos game, I think the cost of Hugh Jackson should be three points. Wow.
0: So he went the other way.
1: Like, if this game was going to be... Maybe Bengals minus one and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's minus four and a half without Dalton. It should probably be seven and a half with Hugh Jackson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. That's that's quite the... Uh, Can you imagine?
1: Market. Like The guy couldn't even like coach again.
0: Yeah, that was your big, th- uh, that was your big angle yeah. last week and in the, in the Ohio it. Bowl. I didn't that. bet it, <laughs> which was stupid.
1: We should have a section on just regrets.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, I have a lot of regrets in my life. Reg- you know? Yeah. Girl in high school, you know? <laughs> wow, high school. Things could have gone differently. <laughs> Didn't work out. All right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been lucky in that regard. <laughs> the girl in high school, not betting the Browns. That's... Those are the... That's the cal- like, yeah. you know, the two things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I... I I agree, uh, but now in this case, you you want to go higher than four and a half? That's that's a little too much. This team stinks. Yeah, stinkola. Yeah, like you can put this team.
1: You can take half the players off the field for the Broncos.
0: I might actually go. Let me see. Hold
1: on, we're calling we're Kevin. On. Kevin, he's going to five.
0: What what what's the what's the ticket count on it? Yeah. Oh, wow! Oh, are there? Mm, why not you? once not you go to five? <laughs> okay. Stay in the line, Kevin. Stay in the line. <laughs> He's on. Okay, but he said we're not getting huge action on the game. Huh? I got. No, I got. I got. I got it. you I got it. Things are the the jokes are so much funnier when you have to explain them, aren't they? In (laughs)
1: case, in case everybody listening missed it, Scooch said we're not getting Hugh Jackson on the game, but he disguised it as huge action, little double entendre. Yeah, impressive. Um, But I got it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass on this one. I don't think I can put money on Jeff Driscoll. Okay. That's the Bengals' backup quarterback. Uh, Houston minus five and a half against Cleveland. Cleveland is getting a little bit too much credit for beating the Bengals. This game should be seven. You get yeah. Kevin on the phone. We are. You we, make we, this. You change this number.
0: Yeah. No. We're we're. When I hang on one second, Kevin. What do we add on on Houston?
1: Why don't you put Kevin on speaker?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I might put you on speaker here yeah. in a minute, but uh,
1: maybe Kevin should just be on the podcast. I think we're.
0: Go- I think we're going. <laughs> Wow! All
1: right. I don't need you to be a mouthpiece.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not. I can't see how many Uh tickets. I can't Uh see how many tickets Uh we have on the game from from here. Kevin on speakerphone. (laughs) No. Don't hog the spotlight. He he, he said he doesn't want to be on the on the show. (laughs) He's doing other things. He's multitasking. Don't be a coward, Kevin, Kevin. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to be on the show, do you? Yes. Kevin, <laughs>
1: just be on the show. I gotta try really hard not to embarrass Bob now. Ooh. No, you don't. Yeah. All right. We embarrass him every week. Okay, so you're moving right. the game. Yeah. What are you moving it to? Six and a half. Wish you hadn't done that because now other books might move it, and I kinda wanna bet Houston at minus five and a half. That's
0: the risk you run. You know, you're well, a player. Here's you're, the you're... thing.
1: Here's the thing. Right now, um that game nobody's here in the podcast yet. Although you moved it. That's You're, true. That's, hold on. Hold on. I can't find that game. Where is that game?
0: Damn it. I mean, we just talked about Houston. We talked about how good they are. And I agree And I agree with you. They are pretty good. Yeah.
1: They're yeah. really good. I think yeah. they're like, although, the flip side, does that mean, why can't I find this game? I don't know. I don't know. Um, the flip side is, are they overvalued?
0: Houston? I don't think so. I, I <clears throat> like like we said. I think they're not getting probably enough credit because of the, ske- the strength of schedule or the lack of strength of their their schedule. But uh, you remember how high everyone was on this team be- before Deshaun Watson got hurt last year. Mm-hmm. And it's it, as high as they were on them then. They're they're not quite. As high on them anymore, but that's the same team. That's the team that they thought this team is the, getting better. Yes, yeah, what I mean, they're better than that, and and yet people just forgot how much they were supporting them last year. So uh, I no, I think. Uh, By the way, yeah, you
1: were late getting a six. It's
0: six all over town right now. Well, we went to six and a half. Shut up, Kevin. Kevin, did we go to six and a half? You want to six and a half. Okay. All right. Now Scooch is sweating. <laughs> Because it's a sauna in here. He
1: just moved <laughs> at a full point. Look at that. You know what we do here? We influence people. You think the, think the, the
0: wise guys will take it at six and a half? I'll find out in a minute. I'll, I'll check back with... Do you think there'll be a yeah. flood?
1: Why don't you just tell Kevin if like, something happens, just yell.
0: Yeah. Hey, if we, if we get any bets on, on Cleveland, let me know. Okay. Is the phone, are the phones lighting up? Not yet. Not yet? All right, thanks. Kevin doesn't like you. (laughs) Kevin's getting pissed.
1: Yeah. He is not a show pony to be trotted out for your amusement. Um, Okay. Buffalo at Miami. Dolphins minus five.
0: What do you do with this Buffalo team? That's the thing. I think you bet against them this weekend. Because they go back and forth. Because
1: I think they go back and forth. Different game on the road. Tannehill had a really good game last week. Yeah, um, I think Dolphins is anything less than a touchdown is probably the play.
0: Well, he is less than a touchdown, so we, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of that. I'm going to I'm going to check. Gonna check oh real God, quick. What, Kevin, let's take a count there. Yeah. Oof! Wow, pretty close. And and what what are we at? Okay.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye. Scooch, Bye. we have like eighty-five games left. Yeah, you're going to need to put Kevin on speaker so we don't have to interrupt every time <laughs> I have a question that you can't answer.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I, we went to five and a half on the game, and yeah. uh, but the ticket count's dead even on that. Just dead even. You're going to end up going higher. I'm <sighs> telling you right now.
1: You know, five is that
0: no man's land. Yeah, so, I know. Right, yeah, yeah, it's.
1: People are going to lay that five. They're going to lay that five and a half. You're going to get stuck into a spot where you're going to end up at six, six and a half.
0: I think the sharp guys are going to take it. No. I, it's too, yeah. It's too many. I, I'm not, you don't see two, you don't see a five, five and a half go up to seven very often. You usually see it come down. If a team isn't, if we don't make them close to seven to begin with, barring an injury, I see it going down. Don't pay. So lay it me. now.
1: Don't patronize me.
0: Or, or lay it later.
1: Now I don't believe it as much. <laughs> I don't feel as strong. <laughs> Indianapolis is a four point favorite on the road against the once mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, if I'm looking at this right, this line opened to two and a half. It's been bet up to four. Mm-hmm. Are wise guys betting the Colts that heavily?
0: Yeah. Is this because yeah. Cody Kessler and Leonard Fournette are out? Yeah. Uh, so. And boy, you know the last few weeks, you know it's been Colts, Colts, Colts. Uh, the the public has been riding them, and we talked about it early on in the season. Uh, once luck gets going and this team, uh, you know, gets their sea legs under them, and which they have, and you're seeing those point spreads getting bigger and bigger each week. Uh, they fell short last week against against the Dolphins, which kind of saved our bacon a yeah. little bit. But uh, but no, this this Colts team is just fast becoming that that public team again. So. Um, yeah, and, and they're done with Jacksonville. I mean, the public is just done with that. Yeah. They want nothing to do with them. Personnel changes, doesn't matter. That's not going to sway any, anyone into, into having anything to do with them. So this is just going to be all all Colts.
1: It's such an interesting team. Like, they've lost, what, seven in a row? They started 3-1. and one. Um, The wheels fell off against the Chiefs. Like, that was sort of the end of the road for them they gave up a crap load of points blake bortles started looking like blake bortles they had four or five chances in the red zone i remember this game very specifically oh you do blew them all blake bortles threw an interception in the red zone off of an offensive lineman's helmet and that was it yeah now then it was over yeah um they couldn't recover from that.
0: No. I mean, there's a team that just relied on their defense. I mean, look at how far they went last year, and they were just saying that uh, Bortles was just, you know, he was so close they were going to work on his arm because that's why he's slinging it off guys' helmets because he's like three-quarter almost throwing the, throwing the ball sidearm. Yeah. They were going to work with him, and that was going to be the difference maker and uh, just went went the other way, he just regressed. I believe they
1: call that an arm slot.
0: I see you got the technical terms, you know. I uh, might be, yeah. maybe making that okay. up,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. Yeah. So, the, yeah, this this it's like that time on the podcast where you made up the fact that uh, the Saints were going to trade for Eli Apple, and they were in competition with the Eagles, and then it just happened it just to turn happened. out to be right.
0: Yeah, so you get lucky sometimes. You mm-hmm. just you know throw throw stuff out there, and you know sometimes it happens.
1: Have the wise guys weighed in on this game? Yeah, Other they're on, on the
0: Colts. They bet the Colts. Yep. I
1: feel like I missed the best the number on that.
0: Yeah, you're done there. Yeah.
1: Uh, Carolina three and a half at Tampa Bay
0: <sighs> Wow yeah right I, I think I think the numbers right there um, we're, the public the public has been on t- uh, panthers the last couple of weeks but that's with real short numbers laying anything more than a field goal they get a little they get a little nervous uh, so in this one I think we're gonna get uh, pretty good pretty good two-way probably just a little heavier on the on the panthers.
1: I look at these numbers lately, and normally I've got, like, a really good read on which side I want to go with.
0: Yeah. And I just... This week's tough, huh?
1: I feel like I'm looking at sort of an unsolved puzzle where the pieces are missing.
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what to do in this Carolina game. No, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, that's why I said I think we got the number right. So when it's tough to really pick what side... Uh, that you like, that means it's a pretty good number According
1: to the Action Network app The free Action Network app 60% of the money is coming in on Tampa Bay Which means the Wise Guys are betting The T- Tampa Bay Because the ticket count mm-hmm. is on Carolina Right
0: And that makes sense Wise Guys are just betting the home dog and You know, getting a, Getting a little value at three and a half Yeah, I guess so But that's going to be uh, pretty much A corner TV game all right,
1: this next one, man. Oh my God, you are going to be sucking air on this game. Do you know what game I'm talking about? Kansas City. Kansas City, 15 point <laughs> favorite on the road. Yeah, Pe- against the Oakland
0: Raiders. So let me just tell you, people in Las Vegas, they love the Raiders the last couple of years for a couple of reasons. Yeah, one of them being that they're coming to Las Vegas. And they love them this year, too, only they love them this year because they bet against them every week and they win money. They win every week. It's just an automatic. They bet against the Raiders. It's, you know, local TV coverage. That's what they talk about. Talk about the Raiders, talk about the Raider games. It's one of the games will be shown on TV, and it's just bet against them. We can't make these point spreads high enough. This one is another one like we talked about earlier. You have to just bet the Raiders. You have to take them as, no, a pro- as a professional handicapper. How
1: many professional bettors do you think are taking the Raiders right
0: now? Uh, yeah, not- Kevin! <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, let me put them on. You there? Yep, I'm here. How Dude. many
1: professional bettors have taken the Raiders at plus 15? At
0: plus 15? Nobody yet. They took 15 and a half, though. Okay. Professional bettors took 15 and a half. There you go, right? Yep, as soon as we opened it. Yep. As as soon as we opened it, it. if you're a professional better, you have to take the Raiders. I can't wait to rename
1: this podcast The Favorites with Chad and Kevin. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Did Kevin hear that? He's right here. I I can't wait. Does Kevin listen to the podcast? Does he know you're on a podcast? Kevin, do you know that I do a podcast? I've
0: heard heard you mention
1: it a few times. Does Kevin know who I am? Does he know I'm famous? Do you know who this guy is?
0: Uh, just from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin's I'm, done here. I'm muting you.
1: <laughs> you're, mu- you're muted. All right. So we know that there's at least one professional better who took it at 15 and a half and nobody yeah. at 15. Right. New York Jets plus eight on the road at Tennessee. They showed up on on Sunday for the a jets. while yeah the jets.
0: yeah if we if we could count the score after 3 quarters
1: classic Josh McCown game yeah good enough for 3 quarters
0: yeah uh you know i ironically i missed the the end of it and i just I, you know I, I had to call in just to see how much we uh we lost and they said uh you, you know the jets were right there at the end and uh they could have scored and they came up short and I, was, oh, I missed that but thanks for yeah. telling me that it just makes me feel so much better exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So but I just looked at the final score and that's all that's all you need that's to know. That's all that matters. Right. The right
1: side is, is, is the winning, the winning side. Yeah.
0: Um I I I think this line will I mean the, the public isn't necessarily gonna lay that that big number. I think we'll get some pretty good two way at that number. Uh there's still a lot of jet supporters out there, just the general public, I mean. Um I don't think the wise guys have laid uh have weighed in on this one yet. I'm gonna have to check with Kevin real quick. Kevin, wise guys, the Jets, the wise guys weigh in on this one? Yep, they took nine right away. Took nine, yep. Okay. All right, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big it's a big number. It's it's a little too big. I yeah. mean, it's it's on the high side. But no
1: one's betting eight. No one's betting plus eight. No. Nope. No. Nope. I'm not gonna bet that game. No. I'm not allegedly betting anything yet. <laughs> Uh, Seattle, minus nine and a half at home against San Francisco. Yeah. Boy, the Seahawks are just impressive.
0: They're going to, yeah, they're going to lay this one. And even, even when the Seahawks lose, they still draw some support from the the public betters. the next week. It's not, the, the it's not like the, the public has been fickle with them. They've been on them as, as underdogs, as favorites. Uh, they just ride it out with this team. So this is going to be another, um, another game where the the public is going to be on the on the Seahawks. So we're definitely on the high side here. Um if you're a, if you're a professional handicapper uh you know you don't lay that number, you take it. Yeah. But they're not taking it. Not yet. We're going to have to inch up on this one a little bit. But right we're now. we're good right now. Okay. No. No. Right. Do we still do we do the horn? I didn't have the the headphones We've we done doing, the horn. The oh horn? yeah, we're okay. doing the horn. All right. Just check me.
1: <laughs> uh, Here's a game I like. Might have to allegedly bet this. New England minus five against Minnesota. Yeah, I like the Vikings here.
0: Oh well, yeah, everyone. They, you know, we we went really high on the high side here, and uh, they they took the Vikings right away. So what did you open at seven? Wow. Yeah, right. See, down.
1: I can't. I can't, knowing the seven was out there, I can't bet minus five plus five.
0: Yeah, because you you missed it. You I just, missed you, it. On, on principle, you can't you can't take it. Uh, I but suck. This <laughs> we'll we'll still we'll still get plenty of uh, Patreon money. This will creep back up, but you won't get the you won't get seven. Where do you think I'll get it at? You'll get you'll get six six and a half maybe. I'll take six and a half. You'll take six and a half. Yeah. Okay. I would do that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a lot of lot of value on this one. I mean. Uh, w- I hate saying it but you know how many times have we gone against the the Patriots you go against the Patriots but look
1: this weekend I was on the Patriots at like minus 100 and I still won the bet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. they didn't they didn't play
0: well even and still covered. I still covered. But now you're going to go against them.
1: Well, I think Minnesota's a better team than the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Kirk Cousins is, Cousins is having just a ridiculous ridiculously good year. Yeah. Um and I think their defense is really good. And I think the Patriots' defense is not so good. I think you're right. I'm waiting, though. I'm waiting. Even though right now, yeah, 60... Fudgy. What? Well, 45% of the... 55% of the money is on Minnesota. 73... No, 61% of the mu- the tickets are on New England.
0: Yeah. that's That's why I said the public will drive that number up the bigger money is, is going to be on the, on the Vikings because we deliberately went on the high side. I'm going to wait. i going to hold my powder. Yeah.
1: Uh, the late move is the correct move. So if the late move ends up being uh, the line goes up to 6.5 and, and stays there, Yeah. does that mean the right move is to bet on the Patriots yeah. minus 5?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you just do some analysis and, and you look at a lot of those moves on Sunday morning, the two hours before kickoff... Most of the time, those are the, that's the right side. I'm going to do some analysis on that. You we should. at Action Network have something called
1: Bet Labs, and um, Action Network is where I work. <laughs> and um, we've got a free app. <laughs> you can download it. And uh, Bet Labs like has access to all this data over the past 20 years, where we can analyze everything, like from weather patterns to point spreads to, you know, home and away, all that kind of stuff. How far back? 2003.
0: 2003. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, You don't want to go too far back. You want it to be relevant. No, you want it to be relevant. Yeah. No, I get
1: it. Uh, So I'm going to do a little, the late move is, I'm going to create a late move is the correct move system. Okay. How do teams do in the last two hours? How do bets in the last two hours do moving in one direction or the other?
0: Okay. Um,
1: I'll tell you how it goes.
0: Yeah. Because you might want to just break it down a little bit more. I'm just thinking about this. A, a half a point may not make it. It has to be a significant move for it to be. What's defined significant? I, I think more than a, I think probably more than a point. Point and a half. Unless it's unless it's like at three. I mean, like we talked about before, going from three to three and a half is probably more more significant than going from eleven and a half to well, 12 Well, I can and test it so in it has multiple to be, ways.
1: I can be like. Give me line moves in the last two hours before kickoff. Yeah. How do teams do when the line moves from three to three yeah. and a half? Do you I'm underdogs? just saying. Yeah. And then how do I? How do teams do when they it moves from five to seven? Yeah. You know.
0: That's what you should do. Okay. What
1: yep. does Kevin think? Kevin, okay with that?
0: Kevin, you there? You th- you like that? You like that analysis? Uh, I can only hear part of it. Okay. He's, not He's working. He's Kevin's busy. Not. He's treating it yeah. honestly. <laughs>
1: He's he's treating the podcast the way you treat the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Kevin. No. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers plus three and a half against the Pittsburgh Steelers at oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, this is that the, hook. Yeah, that hook is like it, yeah. bait. Yep. It is trying to 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 capture itself in my cheek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the- I, the professional better has to take the three and yes. a half. 100%. But, but we are, just like last week, that was the game that, that bailed us out was against the Broncos, yeah. and and we needed them to, to save our day. Uh, this will be a little bit different case. It'll be the, the, the late game, which is always a, a, a much bigger game yep. for us. It's the bailout game. and So we know that there's going to be plenty of uh, parlay money on, on, on Pittsburgh. But when you have two real good teams and one of them's getting more than three points, that same... Segment of the general public, they flip it and they bet. They they take the. the they good take the Yeah, yeah. So any any big game now, you know, when the Yankees and Red Sox are always, if they're both good and one of them's getting plus a dollar fifty, they'll take the dog. It doesn't matter who. They will.
1: Who, is that because the public's getting smarter? Yeah,
0: yeah. And they they're look. The public is looking at value now, which they've never done before. So in national championship games, college national championship games. Automatically, if a team was was laying three and a half, four points, we'd get money on the favorite. Now it's like, okay, well, Clemson's playing Alabama. One, they're both good enough to get here. I'm taking the dog with points, you know, and they have a probably good a good shot to to win the game outright. We're getting more of that than we've ever gotten before. I'm not saying it's still more than the people that are laying the favorite, but we're getting more dog money in big games than we've ever gotten in the past. You
1: know why people are getting smarter? Because of
0: shows like. Like yours.
1: (laughs) It's only taken about seven years, but (laughs) you finally figured out my M.O. Yeah, exactly. The last game of the night is the Monday Night Football game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. The Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I— this is this is a tough one. Monday night game. Uh, talking about pe- people laying the favorites. Anytime you're you're close to those key numbers, threes and sevens. If you're at six and a half, we know the the, the public is going to lay that number. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna end up needing the Redskins on this one. Um, Philly's disappointed most of the betters most of this, most of the year. Um, so that's kind of sl- slowed them down a little bit. Uh, but on a Monday night game. Laying laying six and a half, where they're going to be, uh, they're going to be all over the Eagles on this one. So, I think the wise guys will probably take Washington. So, if anything, this line comes down. Okay, uh,
1: you know what? It's time for. I think so. How did Ch- we do in Scrutinize last week, Matt Ford? Well, I know who I had. Who'd you have? The Falcons on Thanksgiving. You night. lost. Yeah. Chad had the Steelers. Lost. But on Sunday, he decided he wanted the Broncos. So can
0: I change it? What? Oh, you know what? On Thursday, when I woke up, I really wanted the Saints. Right. Yeah, I did. So you can change it if you want. (laughs) Go with what your heart does, tells you. I'm going to... Hey, Kevin? Yeah? I want you to think about this. Look at the schedule. And if I had to put a gun to your head to play one game, I want that game. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Don't tell me yet. Hold on. No, no,
1: no. Let's play some music. Let's play some Scooter lap. We're the best produced podcast on the airwaves. Like, if there were a podcast award for how the host manages the traffic on the show, I feel like I would totally win that award. Don't you think so? <laughs> Professional. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin answering? What's happening?
0: Oh, are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay, Kevin, who do you got? I take the Vikings. Vikings. Wow! wow. Good job. A- well a- done. Plus five. I think we're at five and five and a half. What number? Are you getting a good number? Uh, yeah, we're the only five and a half out there. There you Both go. And a couple four and a there you go. Sharp.
1: I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. All right. I like Thanks. it a lot. Uh, nice job, Kevin. <laughs> You killed it today. Um, I'm going to take the Detroit Rock City Lions. Plus 10 against the Los Angeles Rams. I like it. I do like it too. That is some sharp betting. Yep. Folks, this has been the favorites from the Action Network. You can download our free app. You can listen to the podcast from Apple Podcasts and Radio.com or wherever. You get your podcasts. I am Chad Millman. We podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen to me on Friday when Blackjack Fletcher joins the show to talk about our five picks for the Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest to win $1.4 million. Until next time.